Welcome to the Business Therapy Podcast, where you'll learn to grow a business that you love and that thrives without sacrificing your relationships or your sanity. I am your host, Master Certified Life Coach, Sarah Yost. Alrighty, let's get started. We'll just dive in. Um, welcome. This is, this is so exciting. I've been wanting to do this podcast for a while and am finally ready to talk to you guys and I, I just thought that I would dive in, I just get started and give you an understanding of what business therapy is and why you may need exactly this approach for your business. So um, what I'm going to do is give you a lesson in an, in an understanding of the three A's of behavior change. Um, a lot of times clients come to me with different you know, they come to me with these business ideas and they're not executing and they're not following through and they're confused and overwhelmed and they have all of these reasons why they can't do it and they they want to know how to change their behavior. And that really is what coaching is about, is actually changing your behavior for giving you long-term change. I'm not a business strategist. I'm a coach. And a lot of my clients call me their business therapist because we handle different aspects of their life and brain and mood and mind, all of which contribute to their business success. So somebody might be growing their business and working on generating leads and then have a huge fight with their partner and we need to take an entire session and talk about that. And while that doesn't seem like it relates directly to business, it really, really does. Because first of all, how you do one thing is how you do most everything. What perspectives you bring into your business are probably the same perspectives that you're bringing into your relationships. So when we coach on what's happening in your relationship and when we uncover what's happening there and really look at the patterns and and the behavior there, then you're able to translate that. You know, a lot of times the conflict that you have in your relationship is similar to conflict that you're having in your business or with clients. So Anyway, then you get a stronger relationship with your partner and you make more money and have more fun in your business. So so that, I, I don't know, that's kind of an, an overview of just a, like a really simple answer of what, <laughs> what coaching is. But I want to teach you about the three A's of behavior change. So they are awareness, acceptance, and then action. And my clients come to me with these various issues and then they want to know what to do about it. And I can tell you what to do about it, but so, I mean, you know what to do. Really knowing what to do is not your issue. Having a plan is one piece of the puzzle, but getting yourself to do it, do it consistently and do it with some sort of peace is the big challenge. So what we're gonna do is slow it down. When you really have an awareness of what is driving your behavior, when you really understand why you're taking the action that you're taking or why you're not taking action, why you're not doing what you say that you want to do, when you understand what's causing that, you have so much more power. You can't change what you don't know. You can't just force yourself into doing something, not for very long. So my clients will come to me and they want to know, what do I do? And I'm like, well, let's stop and let's understand why you're doing what you're doing first. When you understand that, then you can make lasting changes. 
So what I, I use a model that was created or taught by my mentor, Brooke Castillo, who owns the Life Coach School. That's where I have my master certification. And this is the model that I use to help you create the business that you want and the life that you want. And so let me explain what that is and how this relates to the three A's of behavior change. So um, a model is a reaction to, this is like, I, I haven't seen an exception to this ever in the entire universe. This is the way that, basically this is the way the world works, <laughs> what I'm about to explain to you. So we have a circumstance, a circumstance is just a neutral event. You don't have to like it or dislike it, it just, it is. Like, it's 100 degrees today, that's a circumstance, that's a, a neutral event. And how you respond to that, it's what we call perspective or attitude, um, is driven by a thought. You have a thought in response to this neutral circumstance. And the way that you know that something is a thought is not everybody has the same thought about the circumstance. Now, even if all of your friends agree with you, even if many people agree with you, even if your whole Facebook feed agrees with you, it doesn't mean that it's a fact. It still means that you guys all have an agreement on a thought that you have in response to the circumstance. So if it's 100 degrees outside and you think it's fucking hot, that's a thought. Some people may love it. Some people may hate it, whatever. So your thought is what you have in response to a circumstance. Now your thought is going to generate a feeling. So a lot of people think or will say to me, this person is hurting my feelings or this is driving me crazy. And that what they're doing is they're blaming a circumstance or a person, something outside of their control and saying that is the cause of what I'm feeling. And actually what you're thinking about that event is what's generating your feeling, which is really, really good news because you have control over what you're thinking. You don't have control over the circumstances around you. You do have influence. You do. We, we definitely influence each other, but we don't control and we can't change each other. So your thought is going to generate your feeling. And then your action that you take is going to be driven by the feeling that you're generating with your thought. This is really, really important because action that's driven by useful feelings will create the result that you want. So a result is is what happens after you take action and it always matches the thought that you have. So if you have a thought, it's going to create a result. And what happens in between there, you have a thought, it generates a feeling which drives your action, which creates a result. And how you can identify if your thoughts are useful is if they're creating the results that you want them to create. And if they're not, it doesn't matter if they're true or factual. It doesn't matter if you can prove it or all your friends agree with you. If they're not getting you the result that you want, then we need to adjust something. And that's that's what we're going to spend the rest of this podcast talking about. So awareness, acceptance, and action. So I just explained to you the, the basic self-coaching model that we use and how that applies to behavior changes. First, we need to really understand why you're taking the action that you're taking or why you're not taking action that you want to be taking. So 
For example, if a client comes to me and they, they're having trouble like making appointments, they're having trouble keeping their appointments, then I, I would say to them, why? Why didn't you show up to that appointment? That's not, this is not like an opportunity to judge you and I don't want you to judge you. It's just why not? Well, I forgot. But, but why did you forget? Like, why aren't you keeping a calendar or why aren't you writing this down or why aren't you giving yourself a reminder? You know, like what, what's the deal? And some of my clients believe that they should be able to just remember. And if your belief is I should just be able to remember, then you're not going to do things to prompt you. You're not going to put it on a calendar. You're not going to set up a reminder. You're not going to do those, those things that support you. Your brain is not actually designed to retain that type of information. You're not supposed to be able to remember all of your things. So if that's your belief system is that you should be able to remember, then of course you're not going to do the things that support you actually remembering because you're doing something else. Your brain is focused on something else. It's not supposed to be constantly running in the background about what else could be happening. That generates a ton of anxiety. So there you go. That's why, that's why you're not, that's why you're not using a support system, a calendar support system. Okay. So then we need to really look at that. Like, Like, why would you believe that your brain should hold on to it? Do you think that's a sign of intelligence? Or do you just not want to deal with learning the skill of calendaring? Or did somebody make fun of you? Now, coaching is is forward focused, but sometimes we do look at like where, you know, like why did you choose this thought to begin with? Um, Did somebody make fun of you and, and then you decided that it was stupid to have to write things down, that that's a crutch or it's weak or something? It's like, like, let's figure out what's going on there. And then when you really have some awareness, then you can deliberately choose how you want to think about something. Now the second phase, and this is the one that most of my clients want to skip, this is acceptance. Um, People don't want to talk about acceptance because they think it means keeping it. If I accept this, then I'm keeping this behavior. No, acceptance just means that you're not arguing with yourself about it. You're not beating yourself up about it. You're not saying things to yourself like, I shouldn't have done that. I, you know, and calling yourself names like I'm a flake or I'm a loser or whatever. Acceptance just means this is happening. This is what we're dealing with. This is the thought pattern that I've brought to this moment, and and this is the results that I'm generating as a result of it. It's not good and it's not bad. It just is. This is really frustrating because this is really frustrating for a lot of my clients because they're like, okay, all right, how do I change my thought? Like, snip, snip, snap, TikTok, motherfucker, how do I change it? And I'm like, well, when you really have an awareness of it, and then when you truly accept it without beating yourself up, then taking action is so much easier. Taking different action and creating different behaviors is so much easier. And what I want for you is I want it to be easy to change. I don't want you to have to beat yourself up anymore. I don't want you to have to feel... I don't want you to have to tell yourself that you're a flake or a loser or any of that. I want you to feel confident and comfortable in your business and in your life. And this is the way to do that. So then what, once you've really got an understanding of what's happening, when you really have some awareness and when you've truly accepted that this is, 
the way it is for now. This is happening. This is your thought pattern. This is not bad or good. And you've quit arguing with yourself. Then you're able to take action and identify action from a really, really clean place. So when you take action that's driven by pain, driven by trying to get out of pain, that does work for sure. You can motivate yourself that way. The problem is that it only works as long as you're in pain. And as soon as the pain ends, then most people, most of the time, will stop taking action. That's why if you've ever um, like gone on a diet and tried to lose weight because uh, your pants got too tight or something, and or you know your pants got too tight and then you try to change your eating patterns for a short period of time it's like that works for a minute until you either forget about it or until your pants fit a little better and then you just go back to the way things were so motivating behavior change that comes from avoiding pain like sometimes it's okay because it gets your attention as long as it switches to creating something better for you in the future so i don't like your behavior to be motivated by getting out of pain unless it's very temporary unless it's just enough to get your attention and then turn your focus to what do you want to create instead so back to the calendar example if you're missing appointments and you try to make a change because you feel ashamed or embarrassed because you're behaving in a way that you're calling flaky, then instead of trying to do something real quick to get out of that shame, I'd rather you process that shame, love yourself and accept yourself, and then ask, like, who do I want to be? How do I want to show up? How do I want to use my brain power? How do I want to interact with my customers or my coach or my children? Who do I want to be in these situations? And then and then you can make change based on what you want to create as opposed to what you want to run away from. It's so much more powerful. It's so much more sustaining. And then I promise you it will create a business that you like and love and are proud of and that makes you a whole lot more money than one that is built from you running around in circles trying to avoid negative emotions. What I'd love for you to do going forward is think about something in your business or your life that you want to change and ask yourself why it is that you're doing what you're doing now. See if you can approach yourself with compassion and understanding and curiosity. And from that place, get some awareness of what's happening and then practice accepting it. Oh, this is what I'm doing. You can do that by being the observer. This is what I'm doing. This is this is why I'm behaving this way. And then from that place of acceptance, ask yourself, what would I like to create instead? What do I need to do in order to create that? And I'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening to the Business Therapy Podcast. Please go to iTunes and leave a review. It is the best way to get this podcast out to the people who need it and to reach me for coaching inquiries or to ask questions or to make recommendations for upcoming show topics, you can visit my website at www.sarayost.com.